Hello, and welcome to the Just a Dream Away podcast, episode 23. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Just a Dream Away podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sarah. And we have a very special show for you today as we have a continuation of our trip report that we started last time on episode 22. And uh, we wanted to start off by talking about the Skipper Canteen. So we're going to go into a culinary cabaret segment. Beef ragu, cheese souffle, pie and pudding on flambe. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. All right. We are going to talk about Skipper Canteen, the newest, well, one of the newest restaurants on Disney property. Probably the newest restaurant in Magic Kingdom, right? Right. So uh, we got the chance to eat there on our trip. If you remember our whirlwind trip, which we talked about last time we are going to continue that today a little later but first we did eat at a couple of different places this time around and one of those was skipper canteen the other being olivia's which we'll probably talk about on episode 24 but we just wanted to talk to you about uh, what we thought i thought it was gross but there you go but we're going to break it down into three sections so we're going to talk about the food then talk about the skippers or the servers and then finally, we'll talk about the best part, which is definitely the theming. Yeah, let's end on a good note. <laughs> yeah. I think, though, we kind of should preface it by saying it's not that the food is bad. It's just not what we, we would prefer. We are picky eaters. Yes. And we are not adventurous eaters. No. And so you need to be an adventurous eater if you're going to eat yeah. at Skipper Canteen, which it makes sense. Right. Adventure is out there. So... Describe what you had, Chris. Can you even describe it? Well, how can you describe something with no flavor? It's hard. Anyway, so it was flavorless, yet it made me want to vomit. Strange duality. So basically what I had was, I don't even remember the name of it. That is meaningless. But <laughs> It was an appetizer. It was an appetizer because I knew that none of the main courses sounded good. Uh, and so I didn't want to order something that was really expensive and not like it. Right. So I just went with an appetizer. So I think it was like nine bucks, which is still pretty good price. But anyway, it was something, I thought it said like queso or something. Didn't it have like queso fresco or something? Yes. Of and see, I thought it was like queso and it was going to have like melted cheese, but it, it wasn't. Basically, it was several small things. It was two... Little round pieces of bread. I, I think it was some sort of potato. It was potato. Mm-hmm. Corn, potato, bread, something. And they were burnt on the bottom, mm-hmm. which that was kind of gross. But very bland, very flavorless. And like I said, it made me want to hurl. Then there was some pulled pork, which was the best thing on the plate. <laughs> but it was also flavorless. If you can imagine that, it needed a lot of barbecue sauce. And after eating the other things, my palate was not ready for it and it was just nasty. Then there were these two things that looked like tortilla chips, but they weren't. Yeah. And I think they were 
corn, corn and cheese. Did they even have cheese? They were supposed to. Okay. They were yellowish. Those were disgusting. And then there were some black beans. And I think they had onions in them. Ew. Maybe. But they were black beans. Those were decent, but being in the Magic Kingdom, I didn't really want to fill up on beans. No. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, leave it at that. Well, I had, it was like an Asian barbecue pork kind of a deal that came with rice that was ginger infused. <laughs> and mine was not bad. It wasn't the best thing I've ever eaten, but it wasn't bad. I liked the pork well enough. It was the ginger rice that, just for me, coming out of my first trimester of pregnancy, having had a lot of, like, ginger ale and taking even just, like, ginger pills for nausea, it was just, like, a really bad association. And I didn't really realize until after we went that ginger taste lingered, thinking, like, why do I find this so gross? I don't hate ginger. Mm-hmm. And then thinking, oh, well, because you associate it with nausea. <laughs> so mine was extremely overpriced. I didn't eat the whole thing. The flavors are very large, like larger than life, and they really get to you. But yeah. it wasn't bad. It's just not what I would prefer on a daily basis. I had the house-made Aripas, and I believe what you had was the char sweet sweet pork. Marinated mm-hmm. grilled pork served with Chinese broccoli and choice of five grain or white rice. No? It's not broccoli, but yeah, that sounds like it. Anyway, uh, it was fine. The bread, even, that they give you... Is like adventurous. Yeah. It's just very aromatic. It was good and I, I ate it, but at the end I was almost Yeah, it was sick almost too that. much. It was the honey. No, it was the bread that had the flavor. Yes. And the honey just couldn't help. Yeah. What was the bread what was the flavor that the bread had in it? It's some kind of Indian spices, didn't it? Yeah, some sort of spices and it smelled very like the Morocco pavilion. Like incense. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It smelled like incense. It tasted like incense smells. It did. There you go. That's good. That was very weird. And then you dipped it in honey. Ugh. I just, I had to just keep drinking Diet Coke to wash the flavors out of my mouth because they were gross. Yeah. Not for us. We're Liberty Tree Tavern people. What I should have got was the taste like chicken because it is. Yeah. And I went back and forth between that. But see, it's got crispy fried chicken with citrus and ginger. Scented rice, chili glaze, and seasonal vegetables. But other people having that, it looked it yeah. looked appetizing. Yeah, the weirdest thing is the whole fried fish. Oh my gosh, where you eat the quills even off of it. Yeah, you eat every bit of this dragon fish. Shark fish? I, I don't know even, but, but it's, it's gross. No, that's just not, that's not what I want to happen at my dinner. So, I'm glad we went. But yeah. I will never be back. And here's the other thing. I don't want them to change the menu. No. Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean it needs to change. No, it, it's it's themed well, and if they start serving burgers and chicken, then it's, it's going to be terrible. Yeah, it's exactly the opposite of what it should be. What it is now is what it should be, but it's just not what I prefer. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. If you're into exotic flavors, which I'm sure actually for someone who's really into exotic flavors, this is probably actually pretty mild anyway. Yeah. It's just that's not, that's not me, and that's okay. So... If you're into adventurous foods or different foods, go there, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If you're not, maybe go and, because I'm looking at their desserts right now, I was going to say go get just dessert, but. <laughs> even those are fascinating. Even those are a little bit different. Anyway, I wouldn't recommend what I got, no. because like I said, it didn't have any flavor. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's move on and talk about the skippers. Okay. So, not really what I expected. No, me neither. We went for dinner. It was like 5.50 or something, yeah. right? So, it would have been what you would think would be prime dinner time. Mm-hmm. I have to say, it was very slow in there. There weren't a lot of guests. Not that there were a lot of tables uh, empty or anything. It's just that right. I thought people would be lined up to get into this place and it was not hard to get a reservation and there was nobody else checking in when we were checking in and nobody else in the lobby. And Yeah, it was very laid back. Yeah. That's what I would say. Sure. And from what it was advertised and what we thought, I didn't think it would be. I thought it'd be more like uh, Whispering Canyon. Yeah, me too. But our Whispering Canyon experience was different this time too, so we'll get yes. to that later. But sure. I was expecting all the skippers to be, like, at 100% enthusiasm all the time. Yeah. And really, that was not the case, which was a little mm-hmm. disappointing. Because when you go to the skipper canteen, that's what you want. You want to right. be jungle cruised at all times. And everyone was delightful. Yeah. But <laughs> not everybody was on their A game. I don't know if we just looked like people who wouldn't dig that or what, but it didn't really seem to be happening. Anywhere. There were a few who I thought, oh, that one, that person's really into it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, our skipper was very kind. Yeah. He was very nice. He wasn't very attentive. Like, it was hard to find that guy. Yeah. Well, I feel like it was pretty busy, everybody coming in and out of the kitchen and stuff. I guess, but we only saw him, like, three times. Yeah. <laughs> through our whole meal. He's sort of like Anderson Cooper. That's what he looked like. Sort of. He was very pleasant. Yes. But he was not funny. No. And he didn't even try to be funny. He didn't even try, yeah. He was just a very nice server like you'd have at any restaurant. And he didn't even try to be Jungle Cruise funny. No, I know. But he explained the menu very well, I will say. He did. He really put time into explaining it to things because maybe he could see we were hesitant. I don't know. Or maybe that's just what they're ordered to do nowadays to try to help guests get to a flavor they'll like. But he wasn't funny. Now, I will say the... Female cast members who were <laughs> taking parties to their table. They were all women, which was weird. Yeah. They were funny. We were right in the main thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. And so pretty much we got to hear each person who came in being yeah. told different things. And they had a different joke every time. And they were trying to be funny every time. So initially you got what you were looking for right. with the seating cast members. But after that it kind of went Meh. Now, I will say, if you do want the skippers to joke on you, go and just stand by the bookcase for a while. And then every single cast member who walked past us while we were standing there said something funny. I don't know if they just are so comfortable with, like, objects within the place to have jokes at those positions, but... Or maybe they're like, if you're actually taking the time to look at this stuff, you're a fan, so we're going to joke with you. Maybe they're only going to try for the invested... And when we were taking pictures around, too, like yeah. there were people who would say, oh, no, no, you don't have to take my picture or whatever. Yeah. Not what we expected. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's still a young restaurant, so maybe they're going to change that, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe they came on too strong at the beginning and they had people complaints like and people yeah. just don't understand how theming works. So that's a good segue. Yeah. To the theming of the restaurant. The theming is... Pretty good. Yeah, the theming is one of the best in Disney World. It's just fun to have a restaurant theme to yes. an attraction. Yeah. Now, the section we sat in was the mess hall. Right. And on a lot of levels, it was similar to Tusker House. Yeah, I'd agree. 
at Tusker House, you're getting ready to go out on safari, but in this, you're getting ready to go on adventures on the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Or coming back, I guess, from... But I didn't really care for where we sat. No, we it were was right kind of just middle. like out in the middle of the floor. Yeah. But the mess hall also wasn't what I expected. When they first announced the mess hall, I thought it'd be like a cafeteria. Right. So, but it was it was neat. Had the different offices and things upstairs. Right, where there would be audio every yeah. like... I mean, I didn't time it. I assume it would be about 10 to 15 minutes or so. And that was fun because there were some good jokes coming over that audio from above. Though we missed the monkeys, which apparently were very funny. But, oh well. We won't be back to you. So, then there's the, the bookcase. Oh, it's so good. Which, the theming behind that is that you're supposed to pull a book out. It opens up into the... Like the Adventurers secret. Club. Right. Or no, not Adventurers Club, something Explorers. else. Explorers Club, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bookcase, if you go, spend a lot of time either actually sitting there and reading them or like take a million pictures uh-huh. and then look at them later because I actually noticed things after we got back that I'd taken pictures of that I didn't even notice while we were standing there. And there are references to so many things Disney things and then just like funny. Yeah. Jungly safari jokes. So the bookshelf is so well done. It's probably the best. I know the butterfly little seat is impressive, but I thought the bookshelf was way more amusing. I thought so. There were two things I thought were impressive about the place. One was the bookshelves and the mm-hmm. books, and the other was something we'll talk about right. later. Like you said, the mess hall, it has the sort of things, but if you put the time in to like read everything yeah. and look at everything, there are a lot of funnies but it's kind of awkward because you're having to stare over top of people and all the things are on the walls and then Mm -hmm. a bunch of the tables are right there underneath so kind of creepy to be taking pictures over somebody's head it is i kind of tried to avoid that Uh, and then the bathrooms did you go to the bathrooms i didn't okay the bathrooms are pretty impressive okay basically they look like remind you they're a moroccan pavilion but they're very fancy tile work in there okay over the urinals they have like a, a newspaper or something that has various different headlines. Cool. Themed. So. Nice. Yeah, I liked in the Secret Explorers Club room that there were references, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be mistaken, not only to Jungle Cruise, but also to things in the Asian parks, right? Because they kind of advance through the Mystic Manor and a restaurant there, if I'm not mistaken, more about this Explorers mm-hmm. Club. And I think it also has references to the now defunct Adventurers Club from downtown Disney, a.k.a. Disney Springs. That is very cool. That is bringing all kinds of Disney parks inside knowledge together. Right. If you're aware, which I really think is... I mean, for those who know, who are in the know, that's that's nice. Yeah. And then uh, the next room you go into is the family room. Schweitzer right. family room. Oh, it is neat. It is. I wish we would have been in there. It's small, but, oh, man. It has these great columns where the tops have details from the Jungle Cruise. It looked like maybe bigger parties were in there. Maybe so. I think so. That makes sense. And then those Those parrot lights. This was the second best thing. Yep. Those parrot lights, they should sell those. Yes. Sort of reminiscent of uh, Tiki Room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think intentionally, don't you? I think so things are brilliantly awesome and they have a model of one of the jungle cruise ships in there and some really neat pictures and so forth so the theming 
is great. The yes. mess hall is okay. Yeah. The other two rooms are better. But it's not over the top, really. No. And there are way more details, I think, like on the bulletin boards and things than you could ever take the time to appreciate mm-hmm. in one visit. Yeah. It's just the food isn't what I prefer, so I won't be visiting Right. Yet. And uh, we also should say, too, that when you go in, there's a couple seating areas. Mm-hmm. There's an outdoor seating area with, like, wicker furniture, like you're sitting on the porch. And then you go in, and there's another seating area. It has some award certificates for uh, Mrs. Schweitzer uh, on the wall. I don't think it's Mrs. Schweitzer. I think it's Alberta Falls. Alberta Falls, it is. And then Schweitzer's Schweitzer the Falls. founder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway... A little seating area has some water there for you that you can get. But, right, like fruit infused. But it is still Disney water, so it still tastes pretty gross. Did you have some? I think so, Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, just to see what it was like. Yeah, sure. It did have that really cool sign that swung back and forth on a little motorized thing. Yeah, like that? a fan. That was cool. Type thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if for Christmas time, mm-hmm. or even Halloween, too, if they're going to do special decorations in there. Like, will it get Jingle Cruised as well? I would think Jingle Cruise maybe. The Skippers would totally be about that, you know? Right. They They're... put up a Christmas tree in uh, Be Our Guest, don't they? Yes, they do. So. But there is a Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie. Right. Which is coming out on DVD and Blu-ray, they, people, uh, and I'm going to buy it. Do they decorate Liberty Tree Tavern for Christmas? I think it gets a Christmas tree and stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, I say that it will. I say it will. Well, that'll be fun to see. Yeah, that would be neat. All right. Well, anything else you want to say about the Skipper Canteen? Skipper Canteen? No. It's for a certain brand of person that I am not, but it's not bad. Yeah. You had an unusual experience, too. Oh, that's right. At Uh, check-in. At check-in. It wasn't unusual. It was just funny. It was funny. So there were three youngish cast members there where you check in for your reservation and so forth. And I was wearing a I'm celebrating baby number one button. And one of the cast members, well, they were asking us all these questions, like getting all excited, like little teenage girls, which they're older than teenagers, don't get me wrong. But it's just like, oh, baby, yay. And then one girl's like, look, I'm getting cold chills for you. And I was like, whoa, no. Maybe that was part of the act. I hope so. I don't think it was, though. But she seemed legit. She seemed pretty serious. And I was like, whoa, you just took that too far. It was a little weird. It was weird. So So. don't say that to someone, people. That just makes everyone awkward. It does. All right. Well, I think that does it for another edition of the Culinary Cabaret with our review of Jungle Cruise. Not for us, but could be for you. Yeah.
Well, welcome back. We are excited to get to talk to you about our trip that we took in August, our spontaneous trip, as you know from last time. We planned it on Tuesday, we got there on Thursday, and we left on Saturday, and today we are going to talk about Friday. So on Friday, we decided to go to the Magic Kingdom. It was our only full day there, and uh, very appropriately, we spent it at the Magic Kingdom. So... I don't remember much about it because <laughs> uh, it's been a while. <laughs> Three weeks. So, uh, well, that's that's enough. It's almost been a month. It's almost been four weeks. So, Sarah's going to have to kind of guide me through <laughs> this and remind me what we did. I, I do remember that we drove to the park because we did have a rental car this time. And uh, like I said, one day we'll maybe do a podcast on the pros and cons of rental cars. Mm-hmm. But we got up from the Art of Animation Resort and we got out early. It was extra magic hours, and we took advantage of that and got to the TTC. Uh, We didn't have much problem parking or getting in the park, and then the monorail was closed. Yeah, it wasn't open yet. It wasn't open yet, so uh, we took the ferry over to the Magic Kingdom, and it was the quickest that I've ever gotten on the ferry. It wasn't full of people in it. Went quick. We boarded. We stood around for just a little while, enough to take some pictures, mm-hmm. and we were off. And oh man, it is a glorious sight coming from the ferry to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So we got there, and we just caught the end, the tail end of the welcome show. We sort of saw it as we were headed up through bag check and everything. We got that. We got in the park, and Sarah sees the omnibus. I guy sell good hard. If you know who guys <laughs> don't know who that is, probably. Well, anyway, you should if you like Disney. So. He works for touring plans. Yeah, he's mostly a Disneyland guy, but he is obsessed with the Disneyland omnibus. And I don't think I've ever seen the Walt Disney World omnibus out. So it was sitting there in glorious sunshine, like golden and sparkly. And I was just like, oh, the omnibus, we must ride it. Because let's be honest, guys. I mean, we've been enough where we didn't need to rush. I can't ride any of the thrill rides, so what are we going to run off to? Nothing. And we had fast passes for the things we wanted to see later anyway. So we rode the omnibus, and Main Street from the second story is a glorious sight, I must say. Yeah, different perspective. Um, We actually, I don't know that we ever walked down Main Street towards the castle this time, did we? No. Oh, we had to, though, when we came back from Whispering Canyon. No, we took the... Oh, we took the train. You're right. Yeah. yeah, so we rode towards the castle this time. So, yeah, but it gives you a different perspective. You get to see the names up on the top windows. Oh, I know. And uh, it's just neat. It is neat. I don't regret it at all. Yeah, I don't And, either. hey, actually, I think we beat people who are walking. We did, yeah. You know, it's it's 
great not to have to fight the foot traffic and yeah. have to uh, <laughs> and the photo pass people. get stopped by people taking pictures or they just stop in the middle of the road or have to run little kids off right. or uh, have your Amish search party of people that <laughs> stand five wide and hold hands. Right. And, so that was neat. We got to Main Street and we decided to take advantage of taking some pictures in front of the castle. Yeah. So we did let the photo pass lady yep. take some pictures in front of Walt and Mickey. And some of them turned out, but one of them, I know, uh, there was a family that was taking pictures there, too. Yeah, and, they and got she did them. not. Yeah, she didn't get them out of there. She just didn't get them out of there. So there's these random people in yellow shirts and all those pictures. So we're trying to get a family picture, us and the baby, you know, with <laughs> Walt and Mickey. And those didn't really turn out. But, oh, well, that's okay. So from there, we went through the castle. Mm-hmm. To the fantasy land, as is usually our custom in extra magic hours. Yep. And I did something, folks, I rarely ever do. I actually wanted to meet some characters. But you know what? Princess Tiana now is inside in the air conditioning mm-hmm. in Princess Fairytale Hall, and Tiana is my girl. So I was like, oh, I kind of want to meet Tiana. It was a five minute wait, right? Yeah, it was a very short wait. And Chris was like, do it. And I was like, okay, okay. So we went in and. And let me tell you, as fun as it was to meet Rapunzel again and Tiana, the little family in front of us, oh my goodness, there was this little bitty red-headed girl with curly hair. She looked like little orphan Annie, but even younger, and she loved Tiana so much, and she wouldn't stop hugging her and holding on to her, and it was the cutest thing I've ever Mm -hmm. seen, and now I'm really excited we're having a girl, because I was like, my daughter will be just that way. Coming out. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have been into that actually when I was a little girl. (laughs) But it was really fun actually meeting Rapunzel and Tiana because I had my little baby button on. And so Rapunzel was super excited about that. And she was very sweet. And then Tiana was really fun because she was making us promise that we'd bring the baby to a restaurant. We'd give it gumbo. And it was so cute. So that was a really good time. That Tiana was. Mm-hmm. Superb. She was good. She was really good. And she was talking to a little girl about eating beignets, I guess, the day before. And, oh, my heart doesn't melt often, but that was pretty cute, I have to say. So that was worth it. And it took us like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It didn't take long at all. Nope. So worth it. And it was neat to get to go into the queue and stuff and see what yeah. they've done with Fairytale Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hadn't so, been in that part of it before. No. We'd been through the Fast Pass part, I guess. Or the exit. We or had, something. We had connections. Yeah, we had connections. We don't anymore, though. So. I know. But yeah, it was fine. It was a, uh, not a long wait at all. <laughs> but Tiana did make you be in one of the pictures, and you were like, oh. <laughs> she did. So She's get, like, now get daddy in here. Yeah, let's get daddy over here. <laughs> so I went, yeah. and uh, I took a picture. We, I guess, then went to Storybook Circus. Yes, we did. That's just our way. We like to be in Storybook Circus. And treat it as if we own it when no one else is there. And I think, you know. Well, I like to go to those bathrooms. <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> like, and I'm pregnant, so I had to pee all the time. You probably didn't need to know that, but. But we rode, uh, we rode Dumbo. Yeah. As is customary. Right. And no wait. Yeah, no wait. And they even had the, uh, play area back there closed, closed off. off. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. All curtained off. Um, and then. My favorite store in the world was closed. Yeah, it wasn't open yet because so of extra have, magic. Yeah, I keep saying closed, and as Sarah reminds us, it, it wasn't open yet. So yeah, it's all about. Don't worry about storybook terminology, story I guess. Trees, guys. So everything was closed. <laughs> no, it wasn't open yet. 
<laughs> pretty much. Anyway, we did that. Yep. And Sarah got a picture in the Dumbo that's out in the... Mm-hmm. It's a photo op. Right. Yeah. Yep. To get a little baby bump picture. And then we went to Under the Sea. We just kind of made our way around mm-hmm. Fantasyland. I know. this. Like, we are so boring, aren't we? We do the same thing every time. We get a process... We've learned that if you do all the little attractions in Fantasyland during mm-hmm. Extra Magic Hours, you can pretty much get all of Fantasyland done before the park even really technically opens. So that's what we do. Yeah, we uh, we literally, like literally, this is no joke. We have said this probably before, but this is different this time. We literally walked on to Little Mermaid. Yeah, there, were, there was no one in sight. I mean, we walked straight through the queue, booked it through the queue, and... Walked right onto the conveyor belt and up into the cart. Not a person in front of us. So I shamelessly used flash photography because there was no one. There was nobody around us. There was no one around us. So I was like, this isn't hurting anybody. (laughs) So I I broke one of the rules for, you know, I hold to that rule pretty strenuously. but I don't. I know. But I do. And I was like, there's nobody. So I'm singing out loud and I'm flash photographing it up. And it was fine. So, I guess from there we went to It's a Small World. Yeah. And there were some people in that queue. Oh, yeah. It was still a walk on. It was still not bad, but there were people in it. And obviously Mm -hmm. people in our boat and everything. Yeah, I guess there probably... People keep saying there's a lot of things that aren't working in there right now. And I didn't even notice. (laughs) I didn't notice, but I didn't get to look at everything. So Yeah, true. But, hey, this was our first... And this was our only one because we didn't ride again any of the thrills. Where we got to see our own names because of magic band technology at the end. And you know what, guys? It's lame, but I got super excited. Yeah, she did. It's <laughs> like, oh, yes, yeah. I was sitting there waiting with my camera like, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I think the little kid behind us, though, was upset because they didn't show his name or something. Mm. I don't know. Magic bands, yo. So, anyway, that was fun. And then at this point, I think we started to have a... It wasn't a dilemma. It's just we had... Fast passes for later in the day for Haunted Mansion, right? Right. Well, Haunted Mansion was like a 10-minute wait. And it was right there. And, yeah, it was right there. And so we thought, okay, well, let's get this done, and then we'll change that for Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Because our original plan was to do Jungle Cruise first, but there was a cast member, like, not letting people through at when we got off the omnibus. We were like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Due to Adventureland, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it was all good. Didn't yeah. really matter. But... Yeah, so while we're in the queue for Haunted Mansion, which is moving like lightning, by the way, right? Chris is switching on the iPhone our fast passes, and you know what? I am so glad that that works yes. now because they have had so many issues with that app and the internet and everything, but it works now. It does. They've worked it out, and it is so convenient. Yeah, I stink and love it. I mean, look, I miss paper fast passes to a degree, but I kind of love having all this stuff on technology that I can plan in advance and be working on as I'm in a queue for another thing. I don't have to go to a kiosk. I don't have to walk across the park. It's really nice. Maybe I'm just lazy. But, yeah. The weird thing with our Haunted Mansion experience was that, one, we didn't, we were moving so fast we didn't even get to go really through the interactive queue. Like, we went through it, but we didn't get to experience any of it. So I did not get to look at the bride's ring. Yep. Which made me sad. Yep. 
And the other thing was that it didn't show our names, right? It didn't show our names on gravestones at the end. So I wonder, I think people are getting kind of upset because it was showing where Your you were location, from. yeah. And so I wonder if that's gone or maybe it was just early in the morning and it wasn't turned on yet. It may have been. But either way, I was like, oh, I want to see my name on a tombstone. I mean, let's be honest, folks. How often are you going to be able to do that? Never. Because you'll be dead by the time your name's on a tombstone. So mm-hmm. I was getting real excited, but it was still just the old switch your head around, you know effect yeah Wah. then we went ahead and did the jungle cruise right yeah because oh. we were just thinking like okay well <laughs> we had made a fast pass for jungle cruise at this point just in case but if we could get it done might as well get it done and at this time we were also kind of thinking we'd been thinking for a couple days actually about maybe doing whispering canyon for breakfast and we were constantly watching to see like if reservations we're going, and they just weren't. And so it was in our heads that if we can get enough stuff done, around 10 o'clock, we're out of here, and we're just going to go to Whispering Canyon. Yeah, I didn't want to make a reservation over the iPhone and over their internet because True. I didn't want to put in my credit card. Exactly. For something that was going to take 30 minutes to get to anyway, right. and we were probably going to be able to walk in. Right. Like Chris said, next we went to Jungle Cruise. And we Disney people, we use the term walk-on pretty lightly. But this one... Was a walk-on. We... Again, walked straight onto the boat. Right. No other people. Straight on. <laughs> the person who guided us was our skipper. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, now there were people that came on behind us. Right. A lot of people. But we were the first. We were the first one in there. We got up at the front. It was pretty crazy. And, you know, I was pretty glad we were up at the front. Because yeah. our skipper was awesome. He was great. He was so good. And nobody else was interacting. I don't think people on that... I don't think they understood him. So, lost in translation? Yes. Maybe so. But the other couple parties closest to us were Americans. They yeah. spoke English. Well, they might not have been American. They might have been English. There were English people everywhere, folks. Everywhere. <laughs> I heard more British accents than American accents. Yes. Uh, well. Yes. Okay. They were everywhere. You, which well, made me super you excited. Notice, you notice British accents because more than you would know. Because that's my thing. Well, no, more than you would notice. You would notice an accent before you would notice just a normal sounding person. I don't know. They were everywhere. You know what I mean? Like. But they were next to us on the yeah. ferry. And I, I'm just everywhere. I'm, I know that sounds stupid, but they were everywhere. Yeah. They it, were. They were popping up like daisies. But unfortunately, people, as Sarah says. They don't follow instructions. This poor skipper kept trying to give instructions, especially to this one little blonde-headed, like, tween. And she either was stupid or just she's not ever called on to follow instructions in her princess life. But yeah, when she got on the boat, she broke his rules. And when she got off the boat, she broke his rules. And he was just like, follow instructions uh, or not, whatever. It, you do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> he had to stop somebody from eating one time. Yeah, he had to stop them from eating. Going across the middle. Yep. And, and they did their anyway. hands out and everything. Yeah, people just being stupid. And yet he was still a great, great skipper. He not was. overdone. But he had a lot of unique jokes. Yeah, a lot of different things. That I hadn't heard. And we like to play along, so we played along. Even when it makes you look stupid, that's what's fun about it. However, he did not do the ginger snaps joke. Well. Which I know, but they allowed that to be back in. And he didn't do it. So maybe he's just uber sensitive about the alligator stuff. Maybe. Which is fine. But the travesty of travesties, he did not do the joke. That we all know and love. 
the back backside of, of water. water. He didn't say it. He was explaining fast passes. And I just thought, that backside of water. I took a picture of it. <laughs> and he didn't do anything. I was giving him an opportunity. But he didn't, he didn't take it. And I was pretty sad. I mean, how do you go through the Jungle Cruise and not, not get to hear, hear the, the backside, backside of, of water? water? I know. So that was my only thing. He was awesome in every other regard except that. And that's that's some, that's almost a deal breaker, yo. Mm-hmm. So, poor guy. He was great, but he had a tough crowd up there in that boat. But oh well. So, <laughs> we ended up switching our fast pass for Jungle Cruise to Buzz Lightyear for way later in the evening. Mm-hmm. Which worked out great, because I think it stayed pretty consistent, a 30-minute or more. Yeah, it was pretty busy. So that was a good choice. So we did good. And at this point, we were like, sayonara, suckers, until later. We got out of there. It was getting crowded. It was. Or busy. Not really crowded. Just busy. So we took the leisurely boat ride to the Wilderness Lodge. And is that not, like, the best boat ride? It is. I love it so much. I mean, I'll never be able to stay there. I don't know if I'd want to stay there, to be honest. I don't think I would. Because I'm not outdoorsy. I'd rather but stay at the Polynesian. Me too. But, oh, man, I love that boat ride. It is so great. It is. So, yeah, so we went. Went to Wilderness Lodge, yeah. And we saw the geyser. Yes, we did. It was going off right as we walked by. I know. I've always wanted to see that, which I know you can time it, but. But you have to wait like 30 minutes. You'd have to wait. So, I'm not into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into waiting. I don't wait. Yeah. But anyway, it was going off, and I was so excited. It is magnificent in its fake geyser glory, I must say. Yeah. We went to Whispering Canyon, and it was not busy. Nope. We got... I mean, we had to wait a little bit, but not... Yeah, like like less than 10 minutes, definitely. And uh, we got seated. The only thing this time was our waitress was not as interactive as they usually are. Right. I... I feel like no one really was. Nobody really was. I think it may just be a breakfast thing. Maybe. But we had our thing flipped over to the green side. Yeah. You know, we're good to go. But um, she didn't. But she was very pleasant. Very. I, I kind of like that. I enjoyed, you know, just letting yes. me eat my food in It peace. was such a serene yeah. meal. <laughs> yeah. Now, the table next to us had all the ketchup bottles. It did. So, at least they held that. But we didn't, we had refills and they didn't bring us big old yeah. cups or anything. So it was very laid back, but oh. that was okay. And she took care of us. She did. As soon as she brought us the platter, because we got, we both got yes. the all you care to enjoy. Home skillet. Oh, man. And I dream about that thing now. It was very good. It was so good. It was very good. But pretty much like as soon as she laid it down, went back and then came right back and said, okay, what are we going to want more? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you preaching to the right people because I am so pregnant. Well, not that pregnant, but but I was just like, I can't wait to You're eat like, all more, this more, and more. more. And I was like, waffles and the potatoes and bacon and pretty much everything but eggs. Bring it all. And whew, I filled up. You filled up, too. I did. Man. I did. I ate so good. I just think there is nothing better than having a late morning breakfast at Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. It is so nice. Because then you don't have to have lunch. And I just love breakfast food so much. (laughs) I mean, you got to have Mickey waffles. And if you can have your fill, yes, please. Yes. They were so good. I mean. Everything was so good. it It was so worth it. There was sausage too, wasn't there? Yes. I don't eat sausage, but you it ate was it. It was good. It was good. Oh. I mean, oh. 
I know, right? Go to Whispering Canyon. Don't go to Skipper Canyon. True. That's not for you, but for us, that would be true because yeah. it's so good. Oh, uh, so good. Next time, I'll take my skillet, get it on the boat, go back into the park, <laughs> and take it to the Skipper Canyon <laughs> and get there. Yeah. So, we had a wonderful breakfast. It was great. It was and then great. we kind of just explored a little bit. The thing was that my camera battery just ran out of juice fast this trip. So I had to try to find somewhere to charge. And I guess Wilderness Lodge is sort of showing its age because there were not a lot of places to no. plug in. We went in the store, though. That was pretty cool. They have a nice store, which, of course, they do. It's a deluxe resort. But, but it was nice. But it was nice. I think the people thought we were trying to steal stuff. Maybe so, because we looked like, you know, value resort people. <laughs> I don't know, but. But, yeah. So it's always nice to just kind of relax in the Wilderness Lodge, though. So we did find a seat right outside there, like it was, I guess it's like there. It's their counter service, yeah, place, right? I guess. And there was a plug-in, in and even though there were some slight issues, it charged my battery, so it was all yeah, good. Yeah, I got to read my book. Yeah, that's right. Chris got some more reading in. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, and you know, this day I was struggling all day with a runny nose, and so I found out that at deluxe resorts. Free tissues in the bathroom. So yeah, I'm, I had to go to the bathroom and Sarah was like, bring me some more tissues, tissues out. <laughs> Which I brought Kleenexes, but I was like, these are free. <laughs> I started bringing the box. You should have. I would have taken it, which that's, is probably bad. That's stealing. I know. We would actually never do that, but <laughs> but still, I, I was like, I'm getting like three or four of these each each time I have to step in one of these bathrooms at this resort because they free, y'all. <laughs> so that was nice. I think there were some at... Olivia's too, but I didn't Maybe. have a runny nose that day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Good to know. There you go. Oh, so. I get excited about free stuff. Then we, I guess, left Whispering Canyon mm-hmm. and we went back to the, the park for oh. the Magic Kingdom. And do you remember on the boat ride this time that there were people who had rented those little boats? Yes. And they were driving like maniacs around the ferry and stuff and they got in trouble. They got pulled over by the police. Yeah. The Walt Disney, the Walt you know, Disney fake police. Coast Guard. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I know, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, man. Don't expect to hear sirens on I know. the Seven Seas Lagoon or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fun. So we went back, and we got in the park, and uh, we decided to ride the train. So we rode yes. the train all the way back around the Storybook Circus. Yeah. And that was neat. The trains, I mean, I always enjoy riding the train at a park, mm-hmm. amusement park, but it's not really much. You get to see some backstage areas, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the Frontierland part is neat, mm-hmm. and you get to see the Indian village and stuff. Right. Uh, but we had a lot of people on the train. There were tons of people, and uh, they were all playing. A bunch of them were playing Pokemon. Yeah. So it's like, don't play Pokemon in a park. You're here. There's a bunch of stuff to entertain, and all you can I figure know. out. Stop looking to at play your phone. Pokemon. I know. But Good grief. when you get to go through that finale scene of Splash Mountain, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, we rode the train. Because we've always said we need to ride the train all the way around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was cray-cray hot. Like, really, really hot. So this was a good opportunity to kind of chill. And we were so full. <laughs> yep. And just full and hot, it's not a great combination. So a lot of this next part, we took it kind of easy. Yep, we went to my favorite store. which Yes. Is- Big Top Souvenirs. Yes. And uh, we looked around there for a little bit. Mm, it smells so good in there. So yeah. good in there. Ugh. 
And it smells so good in there, and that transitioned us <laughs> to the Philhar yes. Magic. Oh, my goodness. That's where we went next. I know, and there was the line. Not outside the door or anything. Oh, yeah, we had to wait in the queue for a while. But we had to wait in the, yeah. what do you call that? The queue? No, I mean, like, the switch winding. Switchbacks. The switchbacks. The queue. Which is rare. Yeah, mm. and it had a distinct odor, Chris. Yes. Go ahead. Smelled like feet. And farts. It really did. That's a powerful combination yes, in all the wrong ways. Yes, feet and farts. Yeah, and so we could not wait to get out of that. Yes. And it once you gross. get in to, like, the actual right before you step in section, they were piling people in there. Oh, yeah. It was crowded. We were, so, like, resting on a garbage, garbage can. Garbage can, yeah. So I was like, I need one a little bit of space, people, and something to lean against. Yes. Uh, but that's okay. So, feel her magic. It's yeah, always nice. It's always nice. It needs some help with the projection and the glasses, though. It does. It looks pretty shady. We were tired, and mm. uh, I think we got a little bit of rest in there. Speaking yeah. of rest, we decided yes. to go to the Hall of Presidents. Yes, we know where to take naps in Disney yes. World, as you guys know. I was pretty excited to see George W. Bush's uh, boots that he wore at his inauguration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things if it's don't change really, do they? Oh, I've never noticed these before. Oh, really? I never looked. I don't know. Was Bill Clinton's saxophone in there? I don't know. I didn't Maybe see it. Maybe they do change sometimes. I didn't see it. Hmm. But I never looked at those things because hmm. normally I'm listening to the guy that's doing trivia. I know, and he was not there. He was not there. And I was devastated. No joke, guys. My it little guy sad. who with the mustache who does the presidential trivia... He wasn't there. I love him, and he wasn't there. But we uh, we did get a good spot on the floor in <laughs> yeah, the lobby, right underneath the signs. So there are people taking pictures all the yeah. time. So, but oh, well. you know, it was a good place to stretch out oh, of that yes, comfy it was. carpet in the air conditioning. So then we decided. Well, obviously, I guess we didn't side. We went into the uh, the <laughs> attraction. They let us in, and uh, Sarah had a good nap. I was gone. Yeah, I was so tired, and and I was out, and I slept well, and. Did I snore? I was afraid I was going to snore. I, I was in and out. Yeah. I made it through some of the Morgan Freeman part. Yeah. I, I was in and out. I really wanted to see it because I slept through it last time. Yeah, Chris actually saw none Solid 45-minute nap. Yeah, he did. Long it he did. Then the time before that that I saw it, we, were, um, we had to sit in the back. The yes, very, very back. And so did. I didn't get to see it much. So I wanted to see it close up and uh, cheer on all my favorite presidents. <laughs> I woke up for the presidents. Yeah, so that's basically really what I wanted to see. And okay. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. The thing with this attraction is, no matter where you stand, no matter who you're for and who you're against, it is not polite <laughs> to yell or oh. do anything. Oh my God. As funny as it may be, it as is. true as it may be, it's still just yes. in poor taste. It is. But can I share? Do you care? I don't care. Okay. Well, when Obama does, like, the little segment from his inaugural... Yeah, he recites his, right. his uh, oath of office. Oath of office. Mm-hmm. And he gets to the part where he says he's going to uphold the Constitution. <laughs> Somebody went, liar! Yeah. And I kind of died. <laughs> some guy. Yeah, some guy. And I won't tell you whether I died in favor or against, but <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing ever. But yeah, so, so funny. Just funny. Yep. Uh, but, but still, you know. I know. But when people boo and clap, that's not right. Yeah, I clap, but I clap silently. The man, some of those guys don't look like none of them really look no, good. I know. But 
That's okay. You know, it's, that's hard. It's going to be interesting. Like, it'll be interesting to see who... Uh, who gets added. Who gets added and who uh, is the narrator. Sarah has oh, yeah. a prediction for... No. I would put theoretical money on this. That if Donald Trump wins, Clint Eastwood will be the new narrator. That's what I say, too. I mean, just because Sarah said it, and it sounds about right. Yep. And uh, then I said, I think I said Amy. You said Amy Poehler for Hillary Hillary Clinton. Oh, I thought you said Ellen DeGeneres. I think I said it at first, and you're like, no, she's not. Well, she's Dory, so I don't think that would work. So I think maybe Amy Poehler, because she's NBC. I know. What do you think? I think Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. So anyway, come November, a couple months here. We'll know. Well, actually, probably January is when we'll know Mm -hmm. who got to be the narrator. Right. So, you know, I think if Trump wins it, he might do it himself. You know, he might. It would just be interesting. Well, I, I think the best thing would just be to uh, leave it as is and not add any more presidents to it. <laughs> and uh, Stop now. <laughs> just add the Muppets or something. Right. Add Sam the Eagle at the end. Yeah. Or just turn it into a Hamilton uh, yeah. <laughs> attraction. Yeah, you can do that. Just add some hip-hop in there. Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I mean, they own him now. He should, so why not? He should narrate it in rap. That's true. He loves Hillary, so maybe that's a possibility, too. Yeah. So, anyway. Yep. We're trading on thin ice there with politics. Yeah, sorry, And so, guys. we're going to move on to... Yes. The creepiest <laughs> moment of them all. Winnie the Pooh. And Sarah is going to speak unfavorably about a guy. <laughs> Okay. So. So we have. Try not to be too mean. Okay. But you can. Okay. So we have fast passes for Peter Pan. This should be an awkward moment. It should be. Because I was really about to turn around and have some words with a man. But we had fast passes for Peter Pan and it was like in about 30 or 40 minutes. And so Winnie the Pooh was a 30 minute wait and that is kind of long for such a short attraction. But we thought, Mm -hmm. oh, we got nothing else to do. And I'd already had a nap, so. Guess I was ready to stand in line for a while. So we went to Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And first of all, do you remember those people who stood in the entrance to the queue to get a picture and just stood there and made everyone wait until they got their picture under the sign? Oh, you're asking me. Yes. Yes, I do. That was the that worst. Was annoying. Do not do that. If you're people. listening to, your, to this podcast and oh. you did that, then please don't. No, they didn't speak English. Uh, I noticed. Sorry. Maybe that's bad to say, but they just were like, we're three or four wide, standing under the entrance sign, and everybody who wants on is just sitting there waiting like, are you joking me right now? Also, I hate this interactive queue. I know. It makes kids not stay with their parents. Yeah, because they can wander. This Mm -hmm. is not the best. But there was also other folks that could wander, and let Sarah tell you the story of this, I guess. There was this... Gentleman. Yeah. Elderly gentleman. I'm trying to be nice, but... Older gentleman. An older gentleman who smelled of smoke and body odor. (laughs) It was hot. He was sweaty. He was obviously in pain, too. And a smoker. Yeah, he had his... And so... He had his cigs there in his pocket. Right there in his pocket. This man... I guess you do smoke in Disney. I never thought about bringing cigarettes into Walt Disney. Anyway. So, anyway... Uh, he was there with, I guess, his wife? Or daughter? I'm not really sure. No. <laughs> I think I'm gonna... It was his wife. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, this gentleman, who I always remember in his red t-shirt and blue jeans, 
because that's normal to wear in 90-something degree weather. (laughs) (laughs) He was... Some people don't like shorts. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) He freaked me out to no end because he kept getting closer and closer and closer to me. Well, okay, I was on the outside and you were on the inside. So he, if it would have been Chris, he would have been getting closer and closer to Chris. Yeah, Either way, the- he was like right up on top of me and then he started trying to cut us. Okay, so yeah. first of all, when he was creeping up on top of me, I was ready to turn around and be like, excuse me, sir, you are freaking me out. I am pregnant and a woman. Get away from me. Yeah, there was no uh, predatorial intent, I don't, I mean, to his... Yeah, he wasn't going to touch me physically. Yeah, he was, uh, I think he was hot and he yeah. was sweaty. He'd been in the heat all day, and he also apparently had back problems. This is what I'm gathering. Okay. And so he was trying to get on the, he was trying to stay on the cushy part. Or places he could lean. Or Yeah, or places he could lean. So that's his reasoning. He kept moving so that he was cutting us. And his wife, I felt bad for her. Because she was so embarrassed. And she kept telling him, move back here, you are trying to cut them. Yeah, she was And he had a million excuses. But anyway, he was a creeper. Oh. <laughs> he was a creeper, Chris. Not actually intentionally, but he freaked me out in a big, big way. So anyway. He was harmless. He was probably harmless. But. I mean, he did. We, we all agree, like, there is a bubble. We all have a bubble, and when someone crosses it, but he wasn't like, it's gross. He wasn't like looking at you or anything. Well, I don't know. I never made eye contact. He wasn't with him. looking at you. He was looking. Except I, mean, I kept shaking my head in annoyance, making his wife feel embarrassed, which. Was probably not very nice on my part. He was. But I'm sorry. I was like, every time he kept moving ahead of us, I just would shake my head like, are you serious right now? And his wife would be like, you are starting to cut these people. I was like, thank you, lady. Yeah. he. I mean, he was getting on my nerves, too, just yes. where he would come up and try to cut us and stuff. But I don't think he was doing it intentionally. I don't know. Uh, but we, Maybe he didn't know theme park protocol. You know, though. The guy loved him some Winnie the Pooh. Let me tell you. <laughs> we got, we ended up From being the grumpiest him. man in that queue to when we ended up in a honeypot with this guy. He laughed with childlike glee. Yes. In such he and joy. He really enjoyed it. He really did enjoy it. And he took it for all the pleasure and simple joy it was. And then I was like, oh, now I feel kind of bad, but not really because he freaked me out. But he was not the only bad behavior participant in that queue. There was a lot. There was a lot. There were a lot of people putting their kids, like, in the middle of the honeybee little thing. You know, in the one switchback that has the bees that go up and down? There mm-hmm. was, like, a person who, like, put their kid in the middle of it. And I was like, are there you was joking a, me? There was some kid, and his dad was, like, encouraging him to go through the railings. And so he'd go out into the exit part, and then they'd move up, so he'd have to come back in, and yeah. then he'd go out again. And there was just a lot of stupid yeah, people. Yeah, and, like, queue. kids who are way too old to be playing with the interactive yes. queue, playing at, and, like, making it hard for the actual little baby, like, little kids to play. It's so weird. So, everybody loses their mind when it's in the 90s, apparently. But it was a good ride. But it's always a good ride. And then we went on right to, to Peter Pan. Yeah, and then our fast pass was ready. So, we went right on to Peter Pan. And you know what? Between the time we've been, they have added, right when you get really right before the... Walking sidewalk part to yes. load. They've added little numbers, numbers for the parties, so it's like your party is next. Now you, now mm-hmm. you. That is genius. Yeah, it helped. It really did, it help. did help. I felt like this time. I don't know. I don't think they've actually changed anything. I don't know if my eyes just hadn't adjusted or something, but you couldn't see all the stairs on the sides as much as usual. Yeah, which I, I thought was that nice. Too. 
I like that a lot. So I don't know if they made it darker in there or what, but something's working better because yeah. there's nothing more funny than seeing all the stairs if you get stuck. Yeah. Just sitting there. So obviously. And then after this, was it raining yet? I don't think it was. We, I don't think it was yet. But um, it was coming. Where did we Next we went, because we hadn't been in Tomorrowland at all. <laughs> it rained. When we went into the Carousel Progress, it wasn't raining. And when, when we, we came, came out, out, it was raining. Right. So we went to Tomorrowland, because we hadn't mm-hmm. been there at all. And rode Carousel Progress. Because, again, it was hot and we were tired. And we had... The kind of the best audience ever. Yes. If you remember, I don't know if we... Did we talk about our trip? I feel like at some point we talked about this other party the last time. The last time we were there, we had a party who decided to loudly sing and clap the song. They may have been drunk. That's right. I remember you saying they might have already been intoxicated. Yeah, they might have, I think they were already so <laughs> they were a adult party and that was their claim to fame. They were like, oh, it's all adults. And yeah. They, they might have been so, drinking already. Anyway, this this was totally different. Yeah. Instead of that party who obnoxiously sang and clapped the whole time, we had people who had never, never been on this attraction. The show. They were literally saying as we we're sitting down, like, I don't know anything about this. I don't even know what this is. And it was like a whole wide age variety in this family. Yeah. So like little ones and then older people and everything in between. And they had their minds blown. They loved it so much. And like everything was so amazing to them. It was like riding it for the first time. You know, if you've ever taken someone to Disney World who's never been before, and just the sheer magnitude of happiness that you get to experience by being with them, that's how I felt with this family. Like, I could have adopted them. Yes. <laughs> because the littlest one kept being like, is that a real man, Mommy? Is that a real dog? And every time the scene changed, she's like, bye, mister. Bye, dog. Yeah. And, uh, and when the theater started moving, they were like, Ooh. Oh my gosh! I know they thought it was so so amazing, and yes. so it just made it mm-hmm. a million times even better than it is because these people enjoyed it. And you know, nowadays there are probably a ton of people, the casual guests, who just don't enjoy that attraction, don't understand. Yeah. But these people thought it was fantastic, so I love that. And then when we got out and it was raining, they were like, "Let's just ride Rhyme it again." again. Yep. yep, exactly. <laughs> so again, I could have adopted that family. They could have been ours. So, yeah, it was raining when we got out. And the best thing to do in the rain is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. However, Mm. it was down. It was down. We thought it was because of lightning, but it wasn't lightning. No, the cast member said it had been down all day. Down all day. But the cars were running. Yeah, the cars were running. But but it was was down. down. Yeah. So that was sad. And I was pretty depressed to think we were going to have been in Disney World and not have been the DDA. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's a staple, y'all. So, anyway, it was like, oh, well. The rain didn't last, though. No, it didn't. Like, by the time we got over to Adventureland, it was pretty much gone. Yeah, I remember uh, when we went to the Tiki Room next, yep. and I remember peeling off my coat. Right. Uh, in the line for the yeah, it's hot. <laughs> Tiki Room, cause, and I remember just sweat. Like, I was yeah. wetter on the inside than I was <laughs> on the outside. True. But, uh, okay, so my only thing about the Tiki Room was we I didn't know. get to see the pre-show. Yeah. But... That caused us to go in late. Right. And we got to sit in the back. Yeah. We were probably some of the last people to get mm-hmm. seated before it started. And we were in the back. And folks sit in, the, in back. the back. Yeah. We've always sat up front. Yeah. And the back is where it's at. I know. I will now have to suck up my pride of trying to be too enthusiastic to show my fandom for this attraction. And 
sit in the front, and now I'm going to sit in the back always. Because, one, it is so much more comfortable, because you don't have to have your head craned to try yeah. to see everything. And, two, you get to see everything. Like, Oh, yeah. Especially the things that are in the back. When they start, you just get such a great view. The only thing we couldn't see very well were the, when the Tiki Gods do the drums. Right. But, you know, we've seen it. We know what's up. So, sit in the back. That is a pro tip. You will love yeah. it. We loved it. I noticed something I never noticed before. When they do the rain scene, it's actual water. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, thought, know it, I thought it was like a video or something. Right. Yeah, that's but, legit. Yeah. I know. We were right there next to it. It was so cool. Yeah, it was neat. So, so sit in the back. So, we did that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you're already there and enjoying a classic attraction, just turn the corner. Between that little random part that goes between Adventureland and Frontierland. And see the country bears, y'all. Yep. So, it's always a good time <laughs> to see the country bears. The band was playing outside. So, there was just like this little bit of time when we were the only people inside. In the, the uh, lobby. the lobby, yeah. And just to be able to sit down with other people was kind of nice. Yeah. And there's that family that was next to us and the kid that spilled the popcorn and the dad freaked out. Do you remember that? He was like, you need to be so much more responsible, and you're so irresponsible. And I was like, he spilled popcorn. Chill The thing out. I remember about this one was people were just so eager to get in that they didn't care who they cut it in front That's of. That's true. But another thing, we sat in the back. Yeah, we, we sat, sat in the back, back in this row, one, too. And that was, was fun. It was always good. But we enjoyed it, and I always loved that theater. Oh, man. I just loved the setup and everything yeah. of it. I love Frontierland. It's true. I love eventually. I think the audio seemed better to me this time. Yeah, it was good. It might have been better last time, too. But every time I go when the audio actually is good, I'm always surprised. <laughs> I think it has been good for a few trips, actually. Yeah. But there was a while there where you could barely understand what they yeah. were saying, and that was sad, because don't deserve that. Gotta love the country bears. Now, we almost came out and bought one of those sippers. Yes. Because we've been wanting one for a while. But, like we said before, we only had a carry-on, so we didn't really have room in our luggage. Right. And I talked myself out of it. Yeah, you did. Chris talks himself out of everything. Which is good for a budget. <laughs> I guess. I didn't but talk myself out of some socks, though. That was the one thing you wanted, though. And they could fit in That's luggage. <laughs> but anyway, we came out, and I think there was a dance party going on at that time. Yes, that's yes. right. I totally forgot about that. So the country bears were out there. Yeah, there's some... been, I don't know how, for how many months it's been going on. It's Maybe just since... over the summer? I thought it was last fall. Oh, since really? Last fall. But they do a little like hoot and nanny. Yeah. And all the little cast members get together and they know the steps with the country bears. And, and little kids come you know, out and dance. That is super fun. Mm -hmm. And there was this one cast member who could have been Dulé Hill's twin. Yeah. <laughs> and I just couldn't take my eyes off him. Not because I think Dulé Hill's like beautiful or anything. I was just like, that's Dulé Hill out there. Burton Guster, yeah. He was just very expressive and he looked just like him. And it was hilarious. So we, we got there and we really were in a bond because our our Skipper Canteen reservations, I've referred to that as the Jungle Cruise restaurant or Jungle Cruise previously on this podcast uh -huh. back in our first segment. So... Our Skipper Canteen reservations were soon, so we didn't really have time for anything. So we stood there for a little while and waited, and we decided to go to the Christmas shop. Because mm -hmm. I love me Christmas shop in Disney World. That. And that one's much better than It's a Wonderful Shop. Yeah, Ye Olde Christmas Shop is way better. Ye Olde? That's what it is. I know it's Ye old, but I'm sorry. If it has old with an E, you should always say Ye Olde. Okay. That's so, from something. Oh, well. So anyway, we uh, we went there. And we looked around, and they fixed your yep. button. 
So over the course of the day, being sweaty and having sunscreen on, I have accidentally rubbed <laughs> pretty much baby number one off of my I'm celebrating button. Just you rubbed baby number one no, off I'm your celebrating button. <laughs> Where I had written it, it had rubbed off, and so a cast member came up to me and was like, "Oh, your button, what does it say?" And I told him, he said, "Oh, well, let me fix that." And so he took it and he wrote it and. This man could have been a forger because he could copy my handwriting really good. Yeah. What was left of it? I'll, that guy could have a criminal, you know, success story. <laughs> he also, he put a piece of tape over it. I know. It. And he was like, we'll fix this and put tape over it and everything. So where the first lady begrudgingly even gave me a button and a marker to write my own stuff, this gentleman, he took care of me above and beyond. Yep. So I was very grateful. So. But we didn't buy anything because we couldn't fit anything in our luggage. It would have broke. So I know. Yeah, we did that, and then we still had some time to I kill. Know. So we decided to go out and sit behind the shop. Yeah. Behind the shop, where I guess Tiana used to meet, right? Yes, she's met in multiple places. It was the gazebo where she used to meet. Yeah, we sat out back there, but, which is also another pro trip. A really good place to watch the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> well, it'll be gone soon, but <laughs> yeah, it's but anymore because it's right like where no one else can stand in front of you. And it's right where the bridge between yeah. the hub and the Liberty Square is. You get a perfect view. But yeah. <laughs> that's old news soon. Praise but the Lord. We got to listen to yes. uh, Friendship Fair. I yeah. think Sarah wanted to go over there. Kind of, but not really. I was really enjoying but I was sitting like, on those walls. I really didn't want to move, and I didn't want to go over and fight the crowd. I know. So, so we watched squirrels, and we uh, watched the... People. Cast members in the show, you know, walk yeah. across the bridge onto the stage, which we couldn't see the stage, but we got to see them all come and go. We listened. And did you remember Flynn Rider was like carrying, carrying Rapunzel? Rapunzel yeah. And like, when I say carrying, I don't mean like with his arms underneath her. She was like standing up and he was carrying her like straight up around her legs. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. And I was like, oh, Flynn and Rapunzel really do have something going there. That's right. So maybe there's some Disney magic going on in that relationship. I don't know. But there was no reason he needed to be carrying her like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, shoes on. She does have shoes on the show. Okay. Which well. I always mean to call her out and be like, why are you wearing shoes, girl? And why do you have long blonde hair if you know you're the lost princess? Exactly. But whatever. All right. So our dinner reservation was ready. So we went to the Skipper Canteen. Mm-hmm. If you missed that. Which I don't know how you could have missed our review beginning. on it. <laughs> then rewind this podcast, go back, listen to that, and this is where it happened. It's where it went down. And so after we ate <laughs> at the Skipper Canteen, we needed yeah. something to rinse the nasty out of yeah, our Yeah, cleanse our palates. <laughs> so we decided, what if you're in Adventureland, what better thing to do than go get a Dole Whip? That is exactly right. So we ordered our Dole Whip, and the, the girl that was waiting on us was the kindest, most cheerful girl yes, ever. Yes, she was. And... I don't remember if she saw our button. She asked about it. She I think she asked, oh, what are we celebrating? Yeah. So she goes over. She makes the Dole Whip, and it's a huge, full-size Dole Whip. Mm. And uh, we have our card or our cash. I don't remember what yeah, we had. Yeah, we were ready to go. Ready to pay for it. She gives it to us and says, thank you or whatever. Yeah, and she's like, no, no, no. You don't have to pay. Yep. So we got a free Dole Whip. Yeah. So thank you, cast member. I know. She just gave us a doll up for having a baby. She's like, it's on me. Yeah, that's what she said. And I was like, I felt kind of guilty. Yeah, I did too. Because I was like, is she literally going to have to pay for this? Or maybe they get like a certain allotment, maybe. That's how I felt. I felt kind of bad. But I took it. Well, I mean, you couldn't argue with her. <laughs> no, I was taking that for Dole Whip. This is the first time I've ever had a pineapple Dole Whip. It was delicious. It was good. 
I don't know if I prefer it over the orange, though. Which is gone and retired and I'll never have again, but... I don't know. It's a lot more chemically than I remember. Yeah, I'm very tart. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I liked it. I would have another. Yeah. But I was like, mm, I kind of miss my orange one. I like the... Uh, so if you don't know, orange leaf, their pineapple flavor mm-hmm. is supposed to be like Dole Whip. I like orange leaf a little bit better. Oh, yeah? Because it's a little more smooth. Yeah. That's fine. Not as tart. Uh, but... Hey, my first pineapple Dole Whip. I've had Dole Whip for a year, but they never pineapple, so maybe that didn't really count before. No, it didn't. No. It's like having a vanilla Frosty. Probably It's not so. a Frosty. That's true. But That always stuff. makes me so mad. When you go and you order a Frosty at Wendy's and they're like, vanilla or chocolate? I know. I'm like, the answer is chocolate, people. It's like, it's been chocolate for the Forever. last year, for 20, 50 years, whatever. Yeah. And... Why do you think I would want a vanilla? Because a vanilla anyone? is not a frosty. No. Anyway, after that, we got the nasty washed out of our mouth. <laughs> I had my stomach settled by the Dole Whip. Right. We went and we did Buzz Lightyear. Okay, or, somewhere in here, we did Pirates of the Caribbean. But I can't remember if it was before Skipper Canteen or after. Okay, so we did Pirates. So we should probably talk about now while we're still in While we remember, yeah. Yeah, and we remember. I know, we packed so much in, in this day that when I went at the end of the day to write down in my journal yes. what we'd done, I had forgotten already. So at some point, we had Fast Passes for Pirates of the Caribbean, and we wrote Pirates of the Caribbean. And the line was huge, but we had Fast Passes, so we didn't wait too long. But, man, that is one attraction, though, that Fast Pass has ruined. Oh, yeah. Just, like, it makes the line longer than it, it does. needs to be. It does. Because when you could go either way of your own choice, it made things so much faster. But now that there's only one queue for mm-hmm. single, or one no, for fast pass for and standby. one for standby, yeah. yeah. It just makes it so long and it doesn't need to be. But we got to see the updated version. Oh, man. So, so good. Yeah, we didn't get as wet. We didn't get as wet. It didn't break down at all. The sound didn't go off. We were feeling lucky, people. Yeah, really. Because <laughs> if you've heard other times <laughs> we went yes. when it was like cursed. Everything worked, and it was magic, and the new audio animatronics that they put in for, like, the redhead and the auctioneer looks so good, and everything sounds good, and looks magnanimous and the good lighting, and I fangirled over the fact that Davy Jones has returned and goes in between Davy Jones and Blackbeard in the fog wall, because while Davy was gone, I was real sad, because... David Jones is my boy in those Pirates movies. So, he's back. So, I got really excited. But you know what? They have messed one thing up. You know what I'm talking about. I probably do, but I don't remember. When you crash down into the golden age of piracy, and it smells like the orange groves of Soren. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's not okay, people. They changed the smell. I would put money on it that they just, from when it was down for the refurbs and now gone, they had extra orange grove smell. And they're like, what are we going to do with this? We're not going to waste it. Let's use it in Pirates. Let's use it in Pirates, because that makes sense in the Caribbean. Like, maybe bananas, but oranges? No. Yep. So weird. Also, we noticed the uh, little vent things yeah. that are painted up there. Thanks, Mad Chatter. Matt, now we noticed that. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. So Yeah, it did seem kind of brighter in some parts it than did. it used to be. Yeah. But in some parts, it seemed like the lighting was so great. So, right. I don't know. But it does look really good. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing that made me sad, What's in that? addition to the orange smell, was that in the final moving sidewalk as you exit, that you no longer have Davy Jones's footprints. And, yes. 
they did they took that out they took that out which was sad so that was sad his face is back but his footprints are gone Yep. But, you know, once they put Blackbeard in, that didn't make any sense anymore anyway. Right. And they were getting, you know, worn down. So, okay, whatever. But I miss them. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. As you were saying. <laughs> then we went to Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had fast passes. In um, pretty standard. Oh, yeah. But they had a major trash issue. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was... They had not, I guess, cleaned out the trash cans in that queue yes. all day. It was And gross. it was overflowing. It was overflowing up on the top and all over, like, down the sides. And yes. And it looked like some bad modern art or something. It was terrible. And I just was shocked that, I mean, you never see that in Disney. And that's the first time I've ever seen anything like that. And it was, it was pretty gross. And I was, I was ashamed for Disney in that moment. Me too. But, yeah, you're right. It was a pretty standard. The Buzz projected face looks a lot better. I think he was behind Moss when we were there last He time. was. And so... So it's always good to improved, have definitely. some Tim Allen. Always. We love us some Tim Allen. It's just part of our childhood, I guess. However, that cue, man, it represents a TV show that wasn't even popular and now has been gone for so long. They need to get rid of that Space Ranger stuff. I just need to make it the Astro Blasters like in Disneyland, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. So and where you can pick up the gun. And... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But we both did it pretty okay, I think. Yeah, you said we both got, we both scored in the 200,000s. Which is pretty good for us. That is good. I usually don't score that high. Mm-mm, me neither. So, I felt like I'd done pretty bad at Toy Story Midway Mania, but I did pretty good at Buzz Lightyear. So, you were steering, though, very well. Like, thank you. We usually have an argument afterwards, but your steering was on point this time. Yeah, I did not get mad at you this time. I know it <laughs> makes me steer and then gets mad when I don't steer correctly. Right. Uh, and then then we went to the TTA. It was back up. Yes, and I rejoiced because the TTA was back up and running, which we had thought it was not going to happen. But lo and behold, sovereignty. Yep. <laughs> God worked it out for us. <laughs> However, do you remember what was missing? Yes. And I cried a lot inside. That at this point, the Epcot Protocol. model was behind, not garbage bags, but it was just black oh, wow. so you couldn't see it. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, and such a random, like, why did they it sits in dark light all the time. What did they have to do with it to make I know. it? I don't know. I don't know. But it was really sad that that was not visible. Because I look forward to that every time. And it's just like, here's this random corridor. Yeah, but everything else was visible. Yeah, and Space Mountain, you could see inside yes, it really you could. well. You could. Usually you can't, but you could this yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm not sure. I mean, it wasn't brighter in there, but some reason, maybe because the Epcot part wasn't there, there was less lighting already, so your eyes had already adjusted, maybe? Maybe, or if it was since it was overcast. It was overcast at that point. So maybe that maybe was that it. helped. But like you could see up inside it. And a lot of yeah. times you hear it, but you don't, don't see it. really see. Right. So that was neat. That was neat. I, I like that a lot. All right. Well, that was the last attraction. I mean, mm-hmm. count the monorail, which we did. but Right. Yeah. That was the last attraction that we did. I can't remember if it was now or when we'd been in Tomorrowland previously. 
we use the restrooms over there by where the dessert party is. <laughs> yeah. I think it was now. I think it was. Because they were setting up for the dessert yes. party yes. in the Tomorrowland Terrace. And there's a tiny bathroom in the back there that most people probably don't even have a clue is there, which is good because it's not really that good of a bathroom. <laughs> but We like to keep it yeah, to ourselves. Side. But there's always, like, too many people in there for how small it is. And there's another bathroom, like, ten feet away. <laughs> but anyway... I, I made a best friend in that restroom. That's right. Which sounds creepy, okay? And I'm not creepy. And I know I talked about the guy who is the creeper. But I came in and there was this little girl in a Tinkerbell outfit. You made a friend with a child. In the I know. And she just started talking to me. And I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. So I went to the stall. And, she, you know, she was quiet. Her mom was trying to change her little brother's diaper. And then I came back out and she just started the conversation again. And she would not let me leave. Like, literally, I'm out the door saying goodbye to her, and she's still talking yeah. to me. It was the cutest thing, though. It was her birthday, and so I learned all about her and her taste in candy and how they were selling her birthday and how her brother was going to be baptized soon and about the priest, and I heard about everything. So, there you go. I hope she had a good day. She was adorable. Yep. So, like I said, the, the TTA was our last attraction, yeah. but I was wrong oh. because... This was not Sarah's last attraction. Oh, Sarah no, had no. two more attractions that she Stop. really enjoyed. And if you remember the last episode, uh, there was something I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, Sarah just wanted to go the, through the metal detectors, and she is excited about that, yeah. volunteered. Right. Well, this was the other thing that she she did that I couldn't remember, that she just enjoyed so much. <laughs> I did not enjoy it so much, but... <laughs> However, I have always wondered what it looked like inside this place. And so, like I said earlier, I had had a runny nose all day, and it had really worn <laughs> me down. And I was really tired, and I just wanted to make sure I was going to sleep that night. And I needed to be, you know, I needed some medicine, because I had underpacked, and I had not packed Benadryl, which I almost always do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go into the first aid yep. and get a Benadryl. I want to see the first aid, so I'm going to go get me a Benadryl. So, Chris interpreted that as I just needed an excuse to go to the first aid. Because you didn't end up taking the Benadryl. Well, okay. <laughs> when we got back to the room, I was all good. It's the power of the first aid station. I guess What so. was happening when we went in there, though? There's, oh, braces, yeah. Yeah, there's I a little girl. I thought it was girl. a kid getting their tooth pulled. No, no. There's a little girl who had one of her braces wires but, had poked out. and I feel like there was 15 people in there. I know. I was like, is this her whole family? Or, like, what are all these people doing in here? There are people just, like, sitting in there. Playing Pokemon. Yeah. Or they just wanted to see the first aid station. It's not exciting, people. So. There's got to be bunk. Not bunks, but you know what I mean. Like, there has to be stuff in the back where you can you, lay down like, and come uh, out well. Almost like a award. Yeah, there has to be a award somewhere back there, but I just had to go to the window and yeah. ask for Benadryl, which they gave to me. So I had it just in case I needed it, and I had... <laughs> and she's like, it's a real nice place. Can I go back there and see what's, <laughs> can I see what's back there? No, I didn't. Can I see the award? <laughs> can I take pictures for my blog? Oh, my stomach's really hurting. <laughs> I need to go back there in the ward. Oh, my baby. No, <laughs> No, 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 that didn't happen. No, that did not happen. I got my Benadryl and I signed the little thing and I left. Yep. And uh, then we went to the Emporium. Yep. To get my socks. Yep. Yep. And so. And it was like when people were getting ready for a parade and stuff mm-hmm. that evening. So it wasn't super crowded it was in there. Crowded. I still hate that store. I do too. So. But we need to get your socks because we had to pack that night because we'd be yeah. leaving from the parks the next day. So. And then 
Then Sarah got her second attraction. Oh. Her last attraction, yes. she got to do a survey for mm. Disney. This lady, she was standing at the gate, and she was she had her little iPad. She was ready, and Sarah was like making eye contact with her, at and her. she was like looking at her. And you know how you like the the two fingers? I'm watching you. She like did that to her. <laughs> I did not. And then she like went up and stood in her face and was <laughs> like, um, "Hey, how are you? How are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, would you like me to take a survey for you?" Yeah, I'm just kidding. She didn't do that. <laughs> but I I did make it very apparent with my glee that like I was begging that, and woman. I was like. Oh, begging. I was thinking like, oh no, Don't oh, no. Ask I'm ready to go back. <laughs> I know. So, I kind of knew that you were like really hoping she wouldn't ask us. I know. I was, I was trying so to, excited. I was trying to be conspicuous or inconspicuous. Whatever. And I was being as conspicuous as possible. So, so anyway, anyway, the lady was like, would you like to take a survey? And, and I, I wanted to like, be like, no, thank you. Because I always <laughs> decline. I hate taking surveys. I hate getting phone calls like that. And, and my answer was literally, yes, I love Disney surveys. Yeah. The lady was scared a little bit. <laughs> she probably was. She was like, great. <laughs> Somebody who actually wants to do this. She's like, oh, good. So anyway, I know. So I was so happy. It was a survey. And it it asked was just simple, yeah. It's a question. Where are you staying? How long? Why did you come down here? How many trips have you had? That kind of thing. What's your social security number? <laughs> yeah. How much money do you make? What, Can we have what, half of it? What credit card do you use? <laughs> yeah. What's your credit card number? What's right. your mother's maiden name? Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Typical. How? What's the price on your soul? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Although uh, I signed a contract at the end, giving her my voice. Yeah. Although she did ask, "Do you have any children, or how many people were with you, or something?" And Sarah, was I like, think there was how many children. And I was, and like, was like, "Well, well, we're expecting our first child." <laughs> was and like, he was like, "So no." <laughs> okay, and then you could tell she marked two people or no children or whatever. No, I said, "Well, we're expecting our first, but I guess that means zero. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's not right. Anyway, okay. Sorry, I'll get off my conservative soapbox. But my child does count, okay? <laughs> they do, they do. But um, they don't count on your surveys. But anyway, so Sarah took the survey. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and Chris said they're awkward. Finally, we got to to go and to leave. Yeah, and the girl at the exit was like, oh, next time you got to bring all three of you and say hi to us. I was like, <laughs> you bet. <laughs> we will. Mm-hmm. So then we got on the monorail. Yeah, we got to take the monorail back. And... Uh, there was these uh, two little girls on there, and uh, I thought they were boys. I think they were girls. They were boys. Okay, I thought they were girls. They were boys. They were boys. Sarah saw them as boys. I saw them as girls. Uh, <laughs> but one was clearly larger than the other one. One was clearly a baby, and the other was a toddler. Yes. And this old lady asked them, or about it, was it an old man or? <laughs> It's an old lady. It's a lady. And she goes, oh, are they twins? <laughs> but she wasn't that old. Okay, maybe she wasn't that old, but... <laughs> but this older, but not old lady. Yeah. Like... Ask if they were twins. Like, she was young enough where she should have had good enough vision to it's see like, they were not twins. No, they're not twins. And they're, I mean... They kind of snickered. There's kind of a reason she might have thought that. Oh, what? But we won't say why because it'll sound like bad people. But it, no, no, no. It's not on our part. It's bad for her. For her, yeah. So I, I don't want to make that assumption. But um, just because they were Asian, she couldn't tell okay. how old they were. Just because they were Asian, she thought they looked alike. Which is what happened. That's legitimately what happened. And yes. the, their parents were like, 
So <laughs> no, I know they're like no, he's three and he's one. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was an experience. That was funny. And um, went back to our car, got yes. out, and it was pre- easy to find. Pretty easy. You know, it was fun. We were in the Aladdin area, and our car looked like genie, so we felt special. And I had on my genie shirt. Yes, you did. And you had on your Aladdin shirt. No, I had my Beauty and the Beast dress on. Oh. I know. Anyway, then we went back to the resort. We explored the resort. Yeah, we explored the And uh, we talked about that in our last podcast. So check episode 22 out for that. Yep. Then we got ready for leaving the next day. Yep. And, man, we left before any of the nighttime entertainment, which I think is wonderful. (laughs) Yes, it was. I don't regret that. I don't either. That was our day. We packed a lot in. And even though we didn't do any of the big thrill rides or anything, yeah. I didn't miss them. We had a great day. I still had a great day. So Any day I get to sleep in the Hall of Presidents is a good day. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else to add to this day? No. It was wonderful it in was, every way. It was a great day other than the Skipper Canteen's yep, food. which was just not for us. All right. So that's part two of our adventure. We will be back sometime in the future with part three. Uh, but until then... We want to tell you to uh, give us a shout out on Twitter, uh, Just a Dream Away One, or Facebook. Find us there, Just a Dream Away 1971. Send us an email if you have anything that you'd like to email us about, uh, Just a Dream Away 1971 at gmail.com. We're also on Pinterest. I think that's it, right? Go on iTunes and subscribe. Give us a review that helps people find us. But until next time, we'll see ya. Bye.